G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's take a few minutes today in the lead up to what is called a National Solemn Assembly to talk about prayer because sometimes prayer is the thing we think everyone else is doing, but we know that God has called us to pray. So let's get a focus. What's coming is the National Solemn Assembly on behalf of First Nation people. The dates are set down for the 26th and 27th of September, and it comes, of course, based on that Old Testament prophet's passage that reads, Consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. And there is a real challenge that is upon the nation. So many things going in directions that so many Christians think are ungodly and can lead to a national destruction. Well, Pastor Peter Walker is back with us today. Peter is a highly respected Aboriginal elder, founder of the Australian Indigenous Ministries. He's also founder of the Praise Corroboree and the National Synergy of Prayer Network. Peter Walker, welcome back to 2020. Bless you. Thank you, Neil. Thank Peter, you I want to ask you today, and as an Indigenous elder of our nation of Australia, the call to prayer as what comes with a National Solemn Assembly it means a yes. passion for prayer. What are your thoughts about prayer attitudes in Australia right now that perhaps need to change? Yes, I look, I, I do thank God for, I want to say this, for groups that have that are in, you know, set up um, prayer programs. And um, and I really appreciate that. But I, I believe that I want to say that I think for anything for this uh, magnitude that we're looking at, it's going to take prayer to bring it through. And uh, it's so important that we, um, you know, come back into for prayer to to really push this through to bring it about. You know, in the, in the Isaiah 46, and uh, also in the Gospel, I found in the, well Matthew and. I'm trying to get the scriptures, but I've got I'm just off the top of my head. But the, but in Isaiah it says, He says, God, my house shall be an house of prayer for all nations. And I believe that, praise God, we I would love to see that that every house that uh, you know that um, that holds the name of Jesus in there. Those have, you know you have got the the opportunity. To praying us, praying this through with us over this coming event, in, in um, leading up, even leading up to that event, praise God! I just want to encourage you. And there's a saying, an old saying, that says, "More prayer, more power." Wow! Small prayer, small power. Okay. So prayer is the key to push something through, push this through, and uh, 
I can't impress it enough that praise God that, that yes, he's our citizen, our supreme. Peter, the praise National God. Solemn Assembly uh, this year coming up end of September, 26th and 27th of September, on behalf of First Nation people. Some people will be thinking, well, there's going to be something like 24 Aboriginal elders leading prayer across those two days, and they're going to be praying for the issues to do with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. But it goes much, much bigger than issues to do with Indigenous Australians. This is Indigenous Australians praying for healing for our whole nation. So... It's your yes, people yes. praying for all of the other peoples here. <laughs> yes, that's exciting. It is really exciting, honest to see that uh, that we, um, you know, that God has given us the mandate to bring it about. Praise God! And uh, I'm excited about. It. I know that there's you can feel the excitement now building up in the um, in our communities and, and so forth. And um, you know, there was um, in the in the book of uh, in that passage in I'm sorry in Acts, the second chapter, when the, the the Holy Spirit fell upon me in the book of Acts, and uh, it says there first came a sound, a sound of a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the house. And you know what I feel? I can hear the sound now. The sound of the mushing right, mighty rushing wind, and it's filling this nation. Praise God, and I'm excited about it. Peter, I wonder whether you've got thoughts here, because when we read the Acts yeah. story, all of those believers gathered in the upper room, and as you say, the sound of the rushing mighty wind and a move of the Holy Spirit. Uh, this yeah. year at the Solemn Assembly, people are not going to be in the same room, but they're going to be on a Zoom call. I wonder whether yeah. uh, you've got any thoughts about how God might move, the Holy Spirit might move, for people who are connected in the Solemn Assembly from all corners of our nation. Yes, I, I have. Thank you for, uh, for asking that question. And it's Matthew 18 and verse, I think it's verse 20, but I've just off the top of my head. It says that um, where two and threes are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. And I believe just, uh, just a small gathering of people, if you can get, you can get on Zoom in your and your room or house or church even, and uh, just small groups of people, praise God. And I believe that we can not only unite, but the very presence of God, Christ, will be in our midst. Peter, a lot of people are saying that somehow or other, the problems that Australia is facing right now can't be resolved in any other way other than there being a Christian spiritual revival. How important is it to you to reflect on the idea of what revival might look like in helping to heal the nation's yes. woes? Yeah, I, I've I've been through you know as a as a young boy really growing up in the um, early sixties and early um, the fifties and the sixties. 
I've seen and experienced revivals and uh, back in those days, and it was in the Indigenous communities that I came out of and uh, and communities not far around us. That was in the Northern Rivers, Casino, uh, and um, a place called Woodenbong, Tabulum. So I'm just giving you some off the top map, another one, Lismore. And um, Cabbage Island, these are where there were large groups of Aboriginals used to live on these um, the reserves that was put aside by the government at that time and to hold um, Aboriginal people, you know, house them. And uh, we've lived through that and we've seen God move and revivals were, and well, I'd say that myself and my wife, who are married from up this way, we are products of that of those revivals that happened in the past. But there are only small, only revivals. When I say small, but they, they, were, they were great revivals. But this is going to be much more where I experienced, expecting rather, and it's going to be, I believe, and say it's going to be a reformation. It's going to change the laws and um, bring about, I believe, it's going, to be, it's going to be a renewal for our nation. Peter, also, our government, yes. Take us into a little bit of extra depth here because for some people they think of prayer and connecting with God or being associated with a church as being just an intellectual exercise. And what I can hear you sharing is you say, I've experienced what the revivals were like when I went through those times as a younger man. I wonder whether you can take us more deeply into what it is to experience the presence of God that has a transforming effect on an individual and uh, more widely a whole community. Well, I've, I've seen where communities that were... Domestic violence was rampant. Where moral and the morality, you know, in communities and violence that was associated with, I see them changed. I've seen where drunkenness, where men and women in drunkenness, you know, conditions in the past turned their lives around. Where in some of those communities. The, there was no need to, there was everyone, almost everyone, I'd say that, uh, to be, that was free. There was no alcohol. The police had less, less work to do. Praise God, because they would be, before those revivals, they would be very active in their communities. But when revivals took place in those, in those areas amongst my people, they found that their work was only minimum. In, in controlling people and bringing order because God was there in the midst of those communities. I, I can just, I, there's many other things I can go on about, um, um, Neil. God is still doing it, praise God, in some areas where there's been, there's been life changes, you know, and, um, and um, yes, great repentance. Well, I do want to I do want to impress on listeners the importance of what is coming up with the National Solemn Assembly on the 26th and 27th of September and just to reinforce that 
Australia's Indigenous leaders are going to be leading two sets of 12 hours of prayer across those two days. Uh, What a wonderful opportunity to receive that level of leadership coming from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities in Australia. It's coming up 26th and 27th of September. And how do you get to be a part of that via Zoom? You'll find the Zoom address for the Solemn Assembly when you visit the National Day of Prayer website. So remember, nationaldayofprayer.org.au and you'll find a link there for Solemn Assembly to be able to participate in that Zoom link for what will be a very significant time. And Pastor Peter Walker, who's one of the significant Aboriginal elders in Australia. Peter, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us. Thank and you very much. Tremendous encouragement. Yes. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Hey, bless you. and Thank you very much. God bless you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.